This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Today is the Thursday episode, which means it is a solo episode. I am recording this on Tuesday morning. Um, Big day today. We have a dentist appointment with Milo after school. So I'm going to go straight from daycare to the dentist. Been trying to prepare him um, to like kind of let him know what to expect. I think sometimes as parents, we don't do that enough because we don't think it's going to help. But I know that he understands what I'm saying now. So I really like yesterday we were trying to show him pictures of the dentist's office, show him what a dentist chair looks like. We're acting like, you know, it's a really fun experience and the same kind of way we do when it's something exciting that we're going to go do. So, for example, on the weekend, we brought him to a farm to look at animals. And so we were kind of hyping him up, you know, the day before and the morning that we went to the farm, we were like, are you so excited to go see the animals? Like, what's your favorite animal? Are we going to feed the goats? We do that when it's something fun. But then when it's something that, you know, we think they're going to be nervous about, we kind of tend to not hype it up and we don't really talk about it much. So I'm trying to reverse that and make him really excited about going to the dentist and like it's this fun experience that we get to go do. So we were watching YouTube videos about like going to the dentist and they were showing the different dentist tools that they use, like the little mirror that goes in the mouth. And I was just pointing everything out and I I was saying, see, like the dentist is going to put that in your mouth. She's going to be able to see in behind your teeth. It's going to be so fun. Are you so excited to sit in the dentist chair? It can go up and down. And did you know she might let you wear sunglasses? Like just really trying to hype it up. So I will keep you posted. I'll see if I can maybe record our dentist visit with my camera. Um, We'll ask ahead of time. My husband is on call today, so he may be there. He may not be there. I'm not sure if they have, you know, a rule where because of COVID only one parent can go in right now. I'm sure they do. So we'll see what happens. Usually my husband takes him to, you know, if one parent can go in, it's usually my husband that goes because he's just so much better in stressful situations. And not that I'm not good on the outside, like I'm very calm for Milo and I'm very like attentive and all that, but I get really stressed out about it. And my husband does not, obviously, because of his line of work. He, you know, naturally what he does all day and things that he deals with all day to him a cavity and going to the dentist is like big whoop whereas for me I do this I podcast and talk to myself in a room so for me it's it is a big deal and I get stressed out and I put myself in Milo's shoes and I worry so much about him being scared so my husband doesn't do that so usually he's the one to take him but chances are I will have to take him into his dentist appointment, which is fine. I've prepared myself and I'm just going to treat it like a big fun thing. A little adventure, if you will. So that is today. Hopefully I can record it. If not, then I won't. Um, But yeah, it would be really cute to do a video of our first real dentist visit. So we'll see. 
If not a video, I'm sure I'll be able to take a bunch of photos. So this episode is basically just a life update is what I called it. So I just wanted to explain what my plans were for the summer. I wanted to give an update on my sister's IVF situation. If you follow me on Instagram, which I'm assuming that you do, I have talked a bit about their journey and what they've been going through. So just wanted to give an update on that because their last IVF transfer was not successful, unfortunately. So today, actually, I was just talking to my sister and they are on their way to Toronto to do some more testing. It is June 1st. Is it June 1st? Yeah, it is June 1st. So today in Ontario, the stay at home order or the lockdown order is being lifted at midnight. Now, what does that mean? I'm not even sure. Like, I really don't understand what that means because... Still nothing is open. The stores are supposed to be opening like non-essential stores, which is basically everything except for grocery stores and Walmart and those things. So non-essential stores are planning to open on June 14th, but the last I heard it was 15, that's one five percent capacity. Like, what are you going to do? Let in three people at a time? It's just crazy because I feel like it's costly for stores to open and pay people and bring in, you know, like merchandise or food items, whatever it is. And then you aren't able to let many people in. So does it end up being more costly? Like, can they even make a profit basically is what I'm trying to say. So I'm really looking forward to going to Indigo, which is in Canada. That's our big bookstore, kind of like a Barnes and Noble. Um, I want to go to HomeSense, which is similar to Home Goods in the U.S. You know, just all the things that I feel like I haven't regularly gone to these places in so long that I don't even remember what that's like. I'm so used to just expecting to stay home all the time. That it's just odd, you know? Um, I heard news. Well, my husband told me news because my husband watches the news and I don't. So then he relays the news to me. But he was saying in BC, their kind of reopening plan is to the point where after September 7th, they are basically returning back to normal, which I was shocked about. So normal that masks are optional at that point, apparently, if things go as planned, I guess. That is super exciting. My husband's parents are from Vancouver. My brother and my sister-in-law live in Vancouver, so we visit there regularly, and it'll be so nice if we can go after seeing that Air Canada. When you're flying within Canada on Air Canada Airlines, If your child is under six years old and refuses to wear a mask, then they can still fly, which is amazing because we have a really hard time trying to get Milo to wear a mask. And we thought, you know, we're never going to be able to fly anywhere because he's not going to wear a mask for that long of a time. 
like, let's be honest, he'll wear it for about 30 seconds right now. So the fact that we could be able to fly to Vancouver is super exciting. And I really am craving on going on some kind of trip. But as of right now, Canada has a rule where if you leave Canada, when you return, you have to quarantine for two weeks. So my husband can't do that, obviously. So we are staying in Canada until that's lifted and probably even longer because I don't know how comfortable it's going to be to travel that much. And I don't know where we would go. Right now, really all I want to be able to do is drive four hours north of Toronto and stay at my parents' new house, which is in the bush somewhere on this tiny little lake. And their property is in the bay of the lake and there's so many animals and there's birds everywhere and there's frogs everywhere, ducks, and Milo is going to lose his mind. And I just, I can't wait to go spend, you know, a few days there, maybe even a week and just chill. I have pre-recorded a lot of guested, guested, is that a word? Co-hosted episodes so that I can go there and not have to worry about Wi-Fi to record with people. So I think right now I have my co-hosted episodes recorded until August and then I have a few more to record. Uh, So that should take me to September. So right now I'm not booking really any other guests until maybe August or September because I'm just going to take the summer to not have to worry about Wi-Fi and not have to be home. Also, if people come visit or if we go visit people, I want to be able to not be doing work all the time. So my mother-in-law is planning a visit for a couple weeks at the end of June. And yeah, I want to be able to do stuff and not sit in my office all day. And by do stuff, I mean garden. My mother-in-law is so good at gardening. She's so knowledgeable. And clearly, I have an issue. I'm waiting for her to repot my big snake plant, which is covered in bugs. Uh, He's just sitting there, just sitting there waiting for Soma to come save him. So we will definitely be taking some trips to the garden centers and fixing up the yard when she's here. My parents are waiting on kitchen cupboards. Like I was saying, I don't know if I said this here or somewhere else, but a lot of materials to build their house have been delayed because of COVID. So they're waiting on kitchen cabinets and then the guys that are building the house will be able to finish up the rest of the stuff. So they're just waiting on kitchen cabinets and I'm hoping that their house will be done by early July so that we can go and visit and go swimming and check out animals and go on boat rides. Super pumped. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. 
And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there, and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals, so you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding, and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. 
Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Just a little update about my sister and her fiance's IVF journey. They are actually on their way to Toronto right now to do more testing. So a little bit of the history. In 2019, they did IUI, which is where they just artificially inseminate uh, the female. And they track when they're ovulating so that they're doing it at the right time. And that did not work. And then in 2020, they did IVF, their first round of IVF. But before that, obviously, you do like the whole round of the needles with the medication and they do the retrieval. So I think they had gotten eight embryos from their retrieval. And uh, the first IVF ended up being ectopic which is super dangerous and we're so lucky that because she was undergoing IVF, they do such intense and regular monitoring that they found it early. So super lucky um, for that, but obviously devastating that that did not work out. So in 20, I think that was in November-ish of 2020. And so they waited three months because with the egg topic, she had to take this certain medication to get rid of that so that it didn't obviously keep growing and rupture. And like the sad part is the physician was saying that the pregnancy was perfectly healthy and everything was great like it looked great and obviously they had used their top embryo because I don't know if you're familiar but when they take out the um, the eggs and then they make the embryos um, in the lab I guess they rate each embryo on like genetic factors so that was like their top embryo and everything looked amazing pregnancy wise it was just in the wrong location which is devastating so they had to take that medication or my sister did and then wait three months to be able to try again so in 2021 they did the second IVF transfer and that resulted in a chemical pregnancy which is awful and so upsetting. And then they did a third IVF transfer and then that resulted in a chemical pregnancy as well. And so from my understanding, a chemical pregnancy is when you are getting positive pregnancy tests, but it's eventually like the HCG levels stop rising and then it just goes down and the pregnancy is not viable. So I'm not sure why that happens if, if like maybe, I don't know, I need to ask someone about this because I feel like there's a higher chance of getting false positives or like a chemical pregnancy when you are already taking a lot of the medication to do the IVF, um, but I'm not sure. So anyways, that was the third IVF and so they decided that now they're going to do some more testing before they go forward with more transfers just to rule out any 
um, anything that could be going on, which is so frustrating because, you know, you go through this huge process, retrieve eggs, do the embryos, see what embryos like reach um, maturity or, you know, are healthy enough to be transferred. And then you like there could be some underlying issue going on and then you're just using embryo after embryo and it's like because you don't know what's going on these transfers are unsuccessful and so it's frustrating to think like oh I'm just going to keep going ahead and using more embryos when maybe there's something going on that it's not going to be successful until you fix what's going on so hopefully they get some answers they are on their way to Toronto now And something that I should mention is because they live in Northern Ontario, there are not clinics there, like fertility clinics that do the retrievals and the transfers. So I think they are working on getting one in Sudbury, um, but I don't think it is fully functioning yet. I think they just do some of the um, procedures, like the testing and the IUIs. I'm not sure if they do the IVF stuff yet. Um, but anyways, so my sister has to travel. And if you are familiar with the IVF process and all the appointments that you have and the screening appointments and the testing It's a lot of different appointments and she has to travel to Toronto from up north, which is like a three and a half to four hour drive for every appointment. Talk about adding a whole other layer of problems or like added stress to doing fertility treatments because Now she has to take time off work. If her partner wants to come, now he has to take time off work. And now add a pandemic on top of that and he can't even go into the appointments. It's chaos. And like you can't show up early to your appointment. It's downtown Toronto. It's just a nightmare. A few times they have stayed at our house and I've driven my sister down to her appointment because she's not as comfortable driving through downtown in Toronto. So I've done that and then I have to wait at a cafe and this was when cafes were open. So I would wait at a cafe nearby and just do some work um, while she did her appointment. And sometimes my... um, Her fiancé would be waiting in the car garage and I've said this story before on my Instagram stories, but when she was going through the egg topic um, pregnancy, she went to that appointment thinking that she was pregnant. She was getting positive pregnancy tests and had like her checkup and went there and found out all this information about it being egg topic and they were going to have to give her medication to stop the pregnancy and so on and so on. And her husband or her fiance was waiting in the car garage underneath the office building because he was not allowed in the appointment. Like terrible. And that is just one story of many situations that have happened where People are in difficult appointments by themselves because their support person is not allowed in the office. So I really feel for anyone who has had a similar situation happen within the last year. I'm so curious when 
doctor's offices and hospitals or clinics will lift that policy that you can't bring anyone in the appointment with you. Or even, you know, with Milo having appointments, like when will both parents be allowed to go in? Like when is that going to happen? Super curious. Anywho, I will keep you posted on their journey and what is happening and what they find out. Uh, Again, her Instagram account is at Liza.and.Mikey. And yeah, she usually posts updates on that account. All right, last night I received the first mock-up of some of the merch items that are coming soon and I cannot wait. I made some tweaks to the designs. I had a couple new ideas and I'm so pumped. I am working with Bailey from Play Digital and she's helping me with the designs and also with the process. I didn't understand the logistics of doing merchandise, but I love merch, which you can probably tell because all I wear are like band t-shirts and stuff. So I'm super excited to have some merch that speaks to my soul and represents who I am as a person and kind of who the mom room is like the brand super excited so we're gonna have a few designs ready for this summer and then what I'm gonna do is kind of like every season have new designs come out that are super fun and applicable and relevant to what's going on in my life and with the brand with the podcast all that good stuff Um, So yeah, I think you guys will thoroughly enjoy it. And I'm just looking forward to ordering some oversized t-shirts, throwing on my bicycle shorts that my husband makes fun of me for wearing, and putting on a hat, my sunglasses, and living my best life. We're also going to have, so yes, there's going to be t-shirts, there's going to be sweatshirts, like hoodies and crew neck sweatshirts, there's going to be hats. I believe there's going to be a toddler t-shirt and perhaps a baby onesie. And yeah, really excited. The next step is just finalizing the designs and then I am going to order one of each item and take photos, make a website. Like the website is already pretty much done. I just need to plug in the photos and all that stuff. And then you will be free to order. I even have a couple pieces on there that dad's can order and I'm really excited about those as well. I couldn't leave out the dads. Now that I'm having more dads on the podcast, I was like, they need something too. They need to be represented in this merchandise. I believe the colors available will be similar to the brand colors. So pink, white, black. I'm trying to get some coral and some lime green in there. We shall see if that is possible. I believe most sizing is going to go from extra small to up to 3, 4, or 5X. So that is great. I just can't wait. So I will keep you posted, obviously, on all things merch. Now I'm going to get into some of my favorite products that I have. This is not sponsored. This is legit just some things that I am enjoying right now. First up, I must say, I am quite enjoying the Spade and Sparrows Rosé. They had previously sponsored the podcast. That's how I got to first try Spade and Sparrows. I know a lot of you guys were like, oh my God, where did you get that? So happy that they sponsored us and that I was able to try it because I literally love the rosé. 
Kathy is so amazing. She found some at an LCBO near her and she brought me three bottles. So I'm quite pumped about that. They are in my fridge as we speak. So I am looking forward to bringing bottles of rosé to my parents' property in the summer. It is, is it technically already summer? Anyways, once I'm allowed to go visit and weather is nice and their house is done, I want to be reading a book by the lake whilst sipping on Spade and Sparrow's rosé. That is what I envision for my summer and that is my vacation. My mom can take care of Milo while I do that. Um, so that's my dream and I'm going to make it happen. What else am I loving? I am loving, you've probably seen me use it on my Instagram stories, the Skinny Confidential Ice Roller. I have never used an ice roller before. I didn't even know that was a thing. And it feels so amazing. After I had Milo, my under eyes like concaved and then it made me look poofy. Like, so it's like hollow and then it poofs out. So I thought the ice roller would be a good thing for me to do in the mornings before I put on my makeup because it kind of helps get rid of the puffiness and the swollenness. That's another thing I notice. Like sometimes I wake up and I just look swollen. And I'm sure a lot of it has to do with like diet or like drinking too much or too little. Like I don't mean alcohol, I mean water. Um, I don't know, but things just changed after I had Milo. Like my face changed, I swear to God. I've always been open about wanting to try filler under my eyes to try and balance out the concaveness to the poofiness. Um, so we'll see. But in the meantime, I am loving the ice roller. I've also started using the gua sha um, tools. Milo just smashed mine the other day, so I need to order a new one. But I have enjoyed doing those in the morning as well. And I really do think it makes a difference because you wake up, you're all puffy, and then you use the gua sha. It kind of like moves the puffiness out of the face. It's a nice face massage as well. Um, I carry a shit ton of tension in my face, which... I don't really realize until I, you know, press on it with my fingers or like massage my jaw or use the gua sha tools. Then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, my face muscles are sore. So I use that and then I use the ice roller and it just feels really nice. And if anything, it's just a moment to like sit in silence, be by myself and do something nice for myself. So if you're interested in trying an ice roller, highly recommend her. Um, Lauren's ice roller is available at, I believe it's her, the Instagram account is the Skinny Confidential and it's just like an online shop, like you would order anything online. So something else I'm loving is my freaking Thule stroller. A lot of you guys see that stroller, that big one that Milo sits inside and it has a cover and you guys are like, what is that? Oh my God. So that is a Thule, T-H-U-L-E stroller. It comes in a single seat or a double seat. We opted for the double seat, even though we were only going to have one kid. We thought, you know, if a friend comes over with her baby, they can both go in there and we can go for walks or whatever. That stroller is expensive. It is an investment. And I had Milo in September. So when he was newborn and a small baby, it was winter months. And I felt like I had nothing I could do with him. And the Thule really solved that problem because I was able to bundle him up, put him in the Thule, 
like it has the mesh cover to keep bugs out or it has a plastic cover that you can put over the mesh that blocks all the wind so they stay warm inside and I was like I need this just to be able to get out of the house and feel like I'm going to do something so my friends and I would go walk on trails you can also attach skis to the bottom of it and then it attaches to your waist so you're like cross-country skiing or walking through the snow trails You can also attach a jogging wheel to it so that it's easier to jog with. You can also, obviously, if you've been watching my Instagram stories this week, attach it to the back of a bike. One of my favorite purchases, if you're someone that likes to get out of the house with your baby, I highly recommend. And my biggest pet peeve, and I feel like I could write a whole blog post about this, is I feel like so many people spend so much money on the first stroller that they buy where it's like the car seat fits into the stroller like up to you know like one to three four months maybe and then they grow out of that car seat and then that whole like option is pointless. I highly recommend getting a stroller that does that that has the car seat that fits in because when they're babies they sleep a lot and it's nice to be able to like go to store to store and just pop him into the the back seat and then pop him into the stroller without having to pick them up physically out of the car seat and put them into a stroller. It's great, but you can find cheaper options of those strollers, okay? Because we bought a fancy um, stroller like that. And what I found was as soon as Milo was old enough to sit up and hold his head up, we weren't using that stroller anymore. We were either using the really lightweight one that folds up nicely and it fits into a backpack, which ours is the Yo-Yo by Baby Zen. So we started using that one when we would take him to stores, take him shopping. It was just so much easier to carry around and maneuver. Um, and then also we would use the Thule when we would go on long walks or anything like that. So the big expensive um, stroller that we bought that has like the toddler seat and then the infant car seat that snaps into it, like we just stopped using that. So at the end of the day, this tangent is just to say I think people should stop spending so much money on that very first stroller where the car seat clicks into it. Save your money and invest in a really good travel lightweight stroller and the Thule, 100%. I didn't mean to talk about strollers so much, but there we go. And maybe you're wondering, well, how much is the Thule? The one that we have is one of the more expensive ones. And to be dead ass honest, I only bought the expensive one because the cheaper one was going to take too long to be shipped to me. And I wanted to start going for walks with my friends as soon as possible. So I ordered the more expensive one. Don't tell my husband. I don't think he listens to these podcasts anyways. But I probably said that that was the only one available, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so ours was about $1,500 and we also bought the double one. So the single seat Thule's will be less expensive as well. Okay, well, my voice is starting to give out. I think I need to go get voice lessons. And the other day on Jillian Harris's stories, she was saying that she has voice issues as well. And I was like, wow, I think I have the exact same thing that she described. She doesn't speak properly. And I was like, I think that's me too. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. That's and yeah, so I'm a podcaster and I can't talk properly. So that's that's where I'm at in life. 
I really hope you guys have a good Thursday and Friday and then a good weekend. We are supposed to have really hot weather this weekend in Toronto, so I think we are going to bust out Milo's little blow-up pool. That'll be fun. Every time Milo's in the backyard and he gets a little bit wet, even if he's wearing his bathing suit, he just wants to strip down naked. And we don't have a private backyard. We're literally on display to like all of our neighbors. But what the hell am I going to do? Like he wants to run around naked. So we just let him. Anyways, that's that. I feel like I could talk all day because that's just what I do. I am now going to try and go eat something that's nutritious and maybe go for a walk, go for a bike, something. Get out of the house, do some stretches. If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. That is how we grow the show. That is how we get sponsors. That is how we continue doing this. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at the.mom.room. The Mom Room Podcast has the most beautiful Instagram account at the Mom Room Podcast. Just go to those accounts, like everything, comment on everything, share everything with your friends, you know, all that stuff. Tuesday's episode is all about Botox and filler. You do not want to miss that if you are curious about learning more about those. Um, And yeah, I really hope that your children sleep tonight. <music>